welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Bash. We're back. Monster Blech. Bash, Monster Mash. Uh, episode 82, I think, by my count, that's sort of off. How's everybody doing? 82! Blah! This is number of prolapse stainuses I've had in lifetime. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think once we get past 100, the count needs a new shtick. doesn't have to be about his butthole every episode. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. But can it be? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have thousand and one butthole jokes. Only one thousand are about my butthole. Blood. Man, that's a good episode title. Let me write that down. Thousand and one butthole jokes. You know, it's like to do hundred and one Dalmatians, but this is a thousand and one buttholes. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was the title I'm not sure but PCP Koala was a pretty popular episode They got like 40 downloads Nice <laughs> We're breaking records look out <laughs> How is everybody doing a little better than last week I hope uh, Tired <laughs> Because last week as as we heard on the air I got stuck working And I'm still working I haven't had a day off I'm going a little punch drunk here Ben, I'm uh, I'm I'm counting down for for Resident Evil. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's this week's weekend, right? That's Wait. that's yeah, that's this week. So, uh, yeah, Friday, right? Yep. Oh shit. Well, I know what I'm doing on my vacation next week. Yeah, I'm basically at the point of just like I I already told Ruth. I'm like, well, uh, just fair warning. Um, I'm gonna be playing Resident Evil like all next weekend. <laughs> I uh, probably won't get it until the the night of the twenty eighth. So just just a heads up, I, I won't be playing it yet. <laughs> Fair warning to the listeners: we may not record next Monday because of Resident Evil. <laughs> because we'll all be playing the Resident Evil. For some reason, I thought it came out in like April. I don't know why. That's good because like when I say we'll all be until... playing the Resident Evil. I mean, with our balls. That's right. Of course. I We're feel like be... there's another big game coming out in April, though. Is it Tears of the Kingdom? I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look it up real quick. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I feel like there's there was something coming out. Another remaster. Ah, uh, what the hell is it? Turbo Kid. No, Turbo Kid. Unfortunately, is still a ways off. That's like Christmas. Yeah, they they keep. Oh, it's Dead Island too. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. oh, because I've been waiting, you know, like however long, what since 2012, <laughs> so over a decade for this freaking game. Yeah. Okay. Dead Island two. That's the one I want. Um, oh, Dead Island two. 
Yeah, man, I got to do I have my receipt still for my pre-order? Like, <laughs> you don't need it anymore, but remember when you go to pre-order a game, you had to bring the receipt in or they couldn't fucking find you in the system? Yep. Yeah. Resident Evil, PlayStation 4, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I'm about to sneeze. Hang on. I'll be able to tell you guys how the PC version of Resident Evil 4 is, and uh, you guys will have to tell me all about the PlayStation 4 one. I'm a stickler for graphics. I don't notice that kind of shit. I just want to play the game. Yeah. So, um... It got a perfect score. It's and fucking can't. pretty. Yeah, like, isn't it? It's super rare to get a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, like, jonesing to play it. Uh, I will, yeah, I will probably take Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night and play it. Um, say, sadly, I'm stuck at work, but uh, I start my vacation next Tuesday. And uh, pretty much Tuesday night into the wee hours of the morning. That's all I'll be doing. <laughs> so, Yep. Yep, as soon as it comes out, it's basically just like, okay, that's my life until I'm done with it. So, guys, <laughs> uh, Zoe just kicked the office door open, and she wanted me to tell you guys, fart. Ah. Big yes, fluffy unicorns. Important. What? Pink fluffy unicorns riding on rainbows? Dancing. Dancing on rainbows. And beep beep on sheep. Beep beep on the sheep. We put some pants on, please? No! I I mean, she has a really solid point. Pants do suck. So she like, it's just, it's a joke at this point. She gets home from school and it's like, pants off. I mean, she just walks around bare ass. I I don't walk around bare ass, but I do the same thing when I get home from work. (laughs) Pants off. We're on. (laughs) Um, See, despite the fact that I'm, I'm in like heat wave area, like Texas in general, I'm I'm usually in like a pair of lounge pants if I'm just like chilling at home. I need pants. I I feel weird without pants on. <laughs> I, I think it's because like my nuts flop around, you know, and I don't yeah. want people seeing that. I have a daughter. <laughs> and, and also, you know, in in my case, I'm I'm working I'm working with like different resins and shit. And what about the cats? They were just attack your junk. That too, like. I, I don't. I don't want to invite any of this. So, so leave the egg alone, do Vincent. Stop smacking my dong. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I've I mean, never had to say that. Thankfully, I feel like that would be more if you're running around commando. But you know, picture <laughs> <laughs> Josh doing deep squats and then, like giving the cats a pendulum to keep them busy. Uh, my credit card got stolen. Oh, that's always fun. Which. Hasn't happened to me in like 15 years, which is super exciting. Um, all Fuck those pre-orders went up on Walmart. I ordered some stuff, but at the same time, I was driving through the middle of nowhere. And I got middle of nowhere Arby's, middle of nowhere gas. And um, I stopped at Madame Mei Ling's hand party salon. So I'm not sure like where my credit card got stolen. Mm. I think it was the Arby's. Uh, it. Definitely wasn't the rub and tug place that took credit cards because that seems safe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like ga- the gas station that was in like middle of nowhere where the guy kept telling me to take the shortcut through the nuclear oh, yeah. test facility. You know. Oh, you can't get that from here. 
You gotta go down the road as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah. See that road sign made out of human remains? That's where you want to go. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, just ignore the dream catchers with squirrel guts hanging all over them. That's oh. normal. It's just the town folk saying welcome. Perfectly <laughs> normal. That's my daughter, Muty. She's got three eyes, don't you know? Muty. She was born round here. Ain't no toxic waste problem no more. You just keep driving on through here. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's the Finger Lakes for you. Actually, it was southern New York on the border of Erie, Pennsylvania. I was like way out past Fredonia for work reasons and uh, decided gas was too expensive where I was. So I decided that I was going to like kind of rope in by the Indian Reservation. And uh, I think I'm paying for it now, unfortunately, because I got a, a fraud alert that somebody's trying to use my credit card in like Virginia Beach to buy tires. And I was like, no, that's not me. And now I have to like go back and find everything that I pre-ordered, oh, and uh, hopefully catch it before it's too late. But anyways, uh, plugs. Mike, you crazy bastards did three hours on Mousetrap <laughs> on Race by Rentals, and I can only imagine what the uncut version was like. Uh, yeah, no, it. We actually had to record that across uh, two days because. We we got the ball rolling and it was like, oh, crap, it's almost 830. I got to get ready for work. So we kind of put a pin in it. We remembered where we were. We wrote down the, the note of like what we were talking about. And then we got back on the next day, talked for like a half an hour about like, you know, what was going on. And then we're like, all right, mousetrap, let's do this. <laughs> we got right into it. I, man, like I thought the improv episode, I saw that it was three hours. I was like, oh, they must cover like a few topics. <laughs> like 45 minutes for this 45 minutes for that i didn't realize you guys were just gonna do three hours of mousetrap the movie oh no the comic book mousetrap the comic, the comic book, book i'm sorry with yeah i might just listen to it i'm not gonna spoil anything uh but <laughs> we'll get uh, back to it later I, I said it was like that's what it must have been like when you guys were like sleep deprived and loaded with coffee at denny's it was yeah no that's exactly that's how our first comic came to be um our second comic actually was a little more refined, but the first comic, Oopai, was uh, definitely sleep deprivation, coffee, and nicotine. Um, but yeah, the the improv was a lot of fun because we had no clue what the hell we were going to do next. And we just kept throwing shit at the wall and see what stuck. It was awesome. <laughs> well, thank um... you. Boogeyman's Closet, you've got the Egg Six Sense episode drops this week. Yep, I just right. posted it. And then after that, you've got Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. Then you guys take a break for a month? Yeah, we'll be taking a break, and we'll be returning in May with an all-Nightmare on Elm Street month. So we'll be covering Nightmare on Elm Street 2, 3, 4, and 5. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Going to finally catch us up. People have been asking us why we haven't covered more Nightmare. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do a whole month of it. Each episode will be five hours long. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh, what's going on at Pikmin's, man? Uh, lots of sculpting. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what the next release is going to be yet. A lot of things in the works. It's probably going to be a log, to tell you the truth. It'll probably just finally be action log. But, uh, but after that, uh, stay tuned. Just stay tuned. That's it. Um, yeah, no, there's there. we've got a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, still aiming for early April for the creep, but I'm not going to lock down a date. Because there's a lot of moving parts and how to like package it safely. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, and yeah, I really, I want to be able to, I want to be able to put it in the packaging and not have to like have any sort of stress about, is it going to get there safely? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's, it is coming soon date TBD, but, uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as all the moving parts line up, I'll lock that in. Uh, don't rush because I'm afraid as soon as I get my hands on it, I am going to want to like start buying old Ninja Turtles that I don't have the money for right now. Um, <laughs> that is fair. So it's come to this, the Simpsons family podcast, which uh, is awesome. Listen to it. They deep dive into a single episode per uh, podcast episode, and it's awesome. And there's a lot of research that goes into it. And it's like, even if you haven't seen the episode, they give you so much that you're going to want to go find it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Mike McCoy, special effects, Western New York's number one special effects dude. You need them. Find them on the socials. Coffin Dreams LLC now doing tattoos. Am I right in that, Mike, or is that just doodles? Uh, she's practicing some tattoo flesh. I'm not sure what's going to happen later. There's still thoughts on that, but yeah, she's doing tattoo flesh at the moment. Yeah, it's just she's a cool artist to follow. Check her out. Uh, Jerry's Closet. Southern Buffalo's number one nerd store. I don't know what else to call it. It's cool. Uh, UPW 585 for your Rochester, New York, Western New York wrestling needs. Find them on the socials. I got special seats at the last show, and it was awesome. I got to watch a tortilla slap challenge, which I thought was quite hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like Those are always funny. This guy's kind of like learning the ropes, so he's getting his gimmick, and he is the crazy cat, El Gato Loco, and he lets kids slap him with tortillas, and it was hilarious. Interesting. <laughs> um, everything else okay. I won't play you guys with because it's just wrestling. Um, yeah, so Josh, tell us when you're going to feed the monsters, and me and Mike will talk about movies real quick. It's going to be in about 20 minutes. All right. Show and tell time, guys. What did everybody get the last two weeks? Way too much. I got very little. I was running behind, and then I kind of bought way too much today. I sent you guys a few pictures. Uh, I found the half of the Venom repaints for Final Faction of the Karn. Mm -hmm. So I got the drone, the brute... And the Synthoid. They're all really cool. The Synthoid kind of looks really cool. You wouldn't think it, but um, of those three, that's the one I like. I mean, they're all black with, like, just green paint splatter on them. They look really sweet. Um, Arriving at some targets, direct to clearance, which is hilarious, are two deluxe Power Rangers. One of them makes sense in that it's a Power Ranger and a motorcycle. The other one's just a straight-up Power Ranger with nothing. And because he's got new parts, they're justifying him as a deluxe figure. But I got him on clearance for 16 bucks. He's like a space patr- space patrol robot cop thing. He looks very familiar of these guys I used to find at KB Toy Works when I was a kid. It's the only reason I bought him. He's all new parts. He's really cool. Um, really, really solid. I got some new Garbage Pail Kid cards. And um, also picked up today, I found the Return of the Jedi retro figures that are back out. I yeah. picked up Luke because I've never seen a good retro Luke that doesn't have original vintage Luke or doesn't have the nose rub. 
where you can yep. see yep. the hair color underneath. You could tell that these the colors are reversed, so it's flesh tone with hair painted on. Mm. Uh, at least I think so. Um, and I wasn't going to get him originally, but there is a new Grogu coming out that goes on that Luke with the backpack. So I kind of wanted it for that. Uh, that and I opened up some old toys that I, I haven't gotten around to opening. Um, the Power Stars Phantom, which is like a superpowers inspired phantom figure from Boss Fight Studios. Really, really cool and scales perfectly to older superpowers figures and the new McFarlane stuff. Nice. Uh, and I got the uh, new Terrifier Clown from uh, Trick or Treat Studios. It's really cool. Didn't open him, keeping him nice. in package. He's awesome. Mike, what'd you get? And one with Josh. Um. Well, I got uh, two core class Transformers. I got the uh, Dinobot Slug, um, which is funny because he's the only Transformer of the newer Transformers that I've been buying since like 2019 where I didn't even have to look at the instructions to transform him. He, he's so simple to transform, but it works so seamlessly. Um, as a robot, he looks a little strange to me. He's got little stubby arms, but uh, as, a, as a dinosaur, it works perfectly. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting the rest of those so I can you know, combine them. Um, then I got from the Rise of the Beasts uh, movie that's coming out, I got the Terrorcon Freezer, uh, who's just a really weird little four-armed robot. His cannon mode is just kind of like, meh, whatever. But, uh, you know, as a weird little monster, he's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> um, he fits in really well with the uh, the Warhammer uh, Joy Toy figures I have, as he just seems like a strange little, you know, robot that would fit into that uh, that space adventure. I saw Air Razor today and new Speedia figures. I think oh. I did anyways. Like, I haven't really paid attention to them at uh, at Walmart. But, I, have, I haven't been finding Transformers like anywhere and around me. You know, it's I, all, all old stuff. Just I got lucky See, at if Target. You, if you can, I would suggest going back to Walmart and grabbing those Speedia figures because they were uh, canceled on Pulse. Oh, shit. Oh, they're going to be going for a premium because what went out to Walmart is it. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean. I saw him and I was like, what's this? And I just put him back and didn't think about it. Uh, yeah, apparently like halfway through the production run, Hasbro was basically like, nobody wants these. Stop it. Oh, they don't. <laughs> I mean, um, some of the, uh, you know, the, the, some of those Walmart exclusives that I grabbed were pretty cool. I mean, obviously I wanted Cosmo. I, I get Cosmo's cool. It just, it was a very odd choice. I feel like yeah, it was. Mind. Um but uh, the, the last one I got was um, I got myself yet another Joy Toy figure. Uh, this time it's one of the Warhammer 40K. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? I got more coming. Um, it's from the Tau Empire. I'm sure I'm going to say this name wrong, but he's one of the Fire Warriors. It's Shazla Dranma. Um, oh, that's Shazla Dranma? Yeah, exactly. Man. Uh, Shazla Dranma? But he's just a really cool like soldier figure he's got an awesome like weird pulse rifle uh just really cool armor and he is the most like sturdy constructed figure i've gotten from them yet he like i mean he feels like you can throw him across the room and he's not gonna break shazla drama battle cry he has the battle, battle cry of shabla goo shabla goo <laughs> <laughs> me and shash are both ready with the cheesy jokes now, I, I definitely uh, kind of regret not buying the four pack of these guys because there was a four pack where it's the team leader, 
two guys like this and then like a communications guy and it was on sale for a hundred dollars and i'm like eh, i don't know if i want to drop a hundred bucks on figures i haven't you know seen the construction on so i bought one of them for 30 and i'm like damn it i should have got the rest <laughs> i almost so, got those mechs they come with the guys but then i realized that they're different scales yeah that's the 125th scale um I've actually seen some bad reviews about those. Those are more like the model kit ones that they were originally doing. And the actual three and three fourth inch figures, they're like, these are the action figures. Um, so yeah, I would stick, I would stay away from the, the smaller ones only because they're, they're more like glue the pieces on set them in a pose and leave them. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I waited then. Yeah. Um, but I do have I have another I have a Chaos Marine coming because you know Amazon dropped the price down to like thirty bucks from sixty, and I'm like, yeah, I'll grab that. <laughs> you think there's a sense that you have money? I think so, and yeah. be- because I constantly am looking up Joy Toy stuff, it's always rec- recommending me stuff. So anytime something goes on sale, they're like, hey, you want this? And I'm like, you're right, I do. How did you know? <laughs> So yeah, but uh, I still can't recommend these guys enough. They're they're really friggin' awesome. Cool. Joshua, what'd you get? Well, I will. I'll start out with the Transformers. I um, I had some I had some Target Circle money burning a hole in my pocket, so I ended up getting uh, the uh, Earthrise Megatron, or or what is it, Earthspark Megatron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. You know, I gotta say, I do wish he were a Voyager, but he's pretty freaking fun. Uh, he's really easy to transform. He has a really kind of unique look to him, and I love the weapon integration in his, like, hella carrier mode thing. I'm not sure what he's supposed to be, but it looks cool. Some weird, like, aircraft carrier thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he's a lot of fun. I'm really glad to see, I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but they've actually uh, dropped the price on those. Oh, no, I haven't. Because when they were first hitting, they were $26.99 everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now they are $19.99 everywhere, which I think is the perfect price for them. Right. Like, these are solid $20 figures. Um. So yeah, Megatron's a lot of fun. I also got the Studio Series Battle Trap from Rise of the Beasts, and holy shit, is he fun. Um, like most Studio Series, he does have fiddly bits. He's not as bad as a lot of the others, though. Um, fiddly bits was my name in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure if I want to know why. <laughs> But uh, but no, he's uh, he's a really solid robot. He's a pretty decent tow truck with like a weird wrecking ball thing attached to his back. Uh, but overall, he's just a lot of fun. He's he is a really well done studio series. Uh, I recommend him for at least the robot mode. Uh, and then I also got some Fortnite, some new Jazzwares Fortnite stuff. I'll yeah, start with so cool. Uh, I'll start off with the, uh, I got the target exclusive permafrost raider. It's the, uh, the like translucent blue bomber chick that comes with the little ice rose. Mm-hmm. I did not realize, uh, that she is almost entirely like a deep translucent blue and nice. it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, and my target had her clearance to six ninety nine, So keep your eye out. They may be starting to clearance the, uh, 
those two target exclusives they have. Yeah, targets kind of fire sailing like the spring stuff. Yeah. Um, He-Man's doing a nice sale right now. Star Wars is clearancing out. Has yeah, it's just a lot. It's different per store, but take a look. Yeah, and uh, and I also got the uh, the new Master Grade Southpaw. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen this character before. She basically has her like hands bound to her stomach with like a little weird electronic binder. And she has two weird energy arms coming off of her back. It's so freaking cool looking when you see it. Because, like, she has arms, but she doesn't. Right. It's Yeah, she's she is a lot of fun. And those arms are surprisingly poseable. Uh, when I first got them out, I didn't think they had as much articulation as they did. But, no, they're they're very well articulated. She does have a little bit of a balance issue because of them. Uh, because she has very tiny feet to go with it. So you do sort of have to play with her to find just the right pose. But overall, man, she's a shit ton of fun. Uh, I really wish they weren't 20 bucks. But for a really solid three and three fourth inch figure, I guess I can't complain. And then on the other hand, I got the master grade, the foundation. Uh who is slightly more worth the $20 price point because he has a light up feature. He comes with four swappable heads and then, you know, really cool weapons as well uh, that are really well painted and detailed. There's one of them I need to go grab and send you guys a picture of. It's like a cool blaster with almost looks like a little like brain in the center of it. Mike, you will understand what I'm thinking about when I, when I send pictures of this, Uh, Mm -hmm. but um but no, the the light up head and the swappable light works so fucking well on this guy. Uh, it has a little pulse to it, so you can kind of see like, you know, it's it's almost like it's like talking or something. I don't know what the deal is with these characters, but uh, it's a really well done action feature. And let me show you guys exactly how it's done because it's literally just the um, the neck peg. Okay. The the top of the ball neck peg is the translucent part. And that like shines the light through the helmet and it just works so well. There you go. Ah. So I'm not going to lie. This isn't the first figure I've seen that does this gimmick. I had some sort of toy like this when I was a kid. And I would just take the head off and have this weird light ball headed robot. Yeah, it's definitely not the first to do it, but it is one of the, at least in modern modern releases of light-up figures, it's definitely one of the stronger ones. And I think it's because it leans towards just giving it that straight-up sort of vintage light-up feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does, it has one big gimmick and it works well. Uh, obviously because of that, he doesn't have great, he doesn't have any waist articulation because the battery pack is built into the torso. Legs are standard. So? I mean, you wouldn't with this guy. He's too bulky anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, my only nitpick or complaint is that they've done something. I don't know if this is like, I'm guessing this must be a character thing. Because it was like this for every figure I saw of the foundation. Uh, and I saw a couple of them the other day. His left arm 
is is just weirdly you can't there's no way to put it down straight in like sort of a neutral position like an action feature that's not there kind of uh, it's it's almost like they gave him a slight pre-pose which makes me wonder if it's something character driven that i'm just unaware of fuck I, yeah uh it doesn't really hurt him that much but it was an odd choice uh, and to round it out, I got the loyal subjects, uh, best action, Bebop, and Rocksteady. What's I got your no, honest opinion on these? Uh, I got no no solid complaints about them. I, I'm not crazy about the uh, the line's knee articulation in general. Describe the knee articulation, because, like, you've shared it, and it's just like, uh, I want people to have, like, a visual of it, because there are people who listen to the podcast that are big Ninja Turtles fans. I think everybody well, is somewhere or another, but describe this articulation. It's almost like a double hinge joint at the knee, but instead of having anything on the front of the double hinge to fill it in when you bend it, it just creates these big open gaps. Yeah. Uh, and it's not aesthetically pleasing. However, this also isn't anything new with the best action line from Loyal Subjects. So I, you know, I went in knowing that that's what the knees were. So really, I'm just nitpicking it because as a whole, I don't like their knees. But, um, but no, I think they achieve Bebop and Rocksteady as both humans and their mutants incredibly well. And they're just really fun to fiddle with. Yeah, there are a lot of, like, tiny things you can nitpick about him. Like, Bebop comes with his human head, but he doesn't technically come with any human hands. They're all the three-fingered mutant hands. <laughs> because it's the same skin tone. Mm -hmm. So they didn't bother including, like, the human hands because they were like, ah, no one's going to look that close. Uh, whereas Rocksteady, his... Rhino head is big enough to cover it, but he just has the human flesh tone neck. Because, you know, there's no real other way to swap that out decently. How do you, like, like, how do you display them? Do you have them as humans or as, you know, Warhog and Rhino? I've got them as humans, honestly, because I feel like they're that's the overlooked Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Um, that and even more so, like, like so many people, I grew up with the Playmates Bebop, so my only option for a human Bebop was their weird white Bebop with orange mohawk transforming Bebop figure. Oh, God, I hate that one. And, like, that—that that, even as a kid, that one was just like, why is he white? Bebop's not white. Why yeah. is his mohawk orange? This is stupid. <laughs> uh so yeah no it's really uh, nitpicks aside they uh again i uh, like the foundation they're really solid 20 dollars figures i can't i can't honestly say like eh because they're really good representations of human bebop and rocksteady and they're pretty damn decent bebop and rocksteady on the, on their own too Cool. Very nice. And that's my pile of shit. 
Shit pile. Okay. Well, God damn it. No, I can't say it. Did you guys know that this is the time of year for Girl Scout cookies? Oh, indeed. I did As know that. Everybody gotten their Girl Scout cookies from uh, my special Girl Scout delivery service. Oh, indeed, I did. Did yes. you guys know that they're so desperate to sell cookies? Not only will they throw little girls out in the winter to show these things, which they've done to my daughter, and it makes me insane. Um, they've gotten celebrity endorsements. Oh, and I've heard this. Girl Scouts will leave no stone unturned to try to sell these cookies. They've come to us. They're so desperate for sales. So we have celebrity endorsed Girl Scout cookies, and I'm sure you can guess where this is going. So. I want you to sit back, listen to this special commercial, and then we're going to get on with some more shenanigans. Hey there, kids! It's that time of year again. That's right, the time of year for Girl Scout cookies. Astonishingly, our sales are surprisingly low this year, so we're turning to the next best thing. Celebrities! That's right, celebrities, the only group that can give you something better than child labor to shill cookies. Why not try one of our new branded cookies? We have Jared Leto's Pecan Blandies. They're exactly the same as 10 other cookies and have a profile that's even more boring on your tongue. Why not try some of George Lucas's Thin Mints? That's right, he reworks them every five years so they're just a little bit thinner to match his original artistic vision. Oh, you could try one of our famous Owen Wilson lemon bars. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are, these are all right lemon bars. I mean, I wouldn't say wow, but it's a lemon bar. That's right, you can try all of these famous new cookies at your local Girl Scout hookup spot. Where's that? That's right, on the corner of who fucking cares, and just go buy some. Girl Scouts, give them your fucking money. <laughs> you two Owen Wilson? <laughs> we could have been abusing this the whole time. Oh my god. Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> it's so cutthroat with girl scouts so anytime you're out and about and you see girl scouts selling girl scout cookies they don't just like pitch a tent somewhere and hope nobody kicks them out you have to like go into this computer system and reserve a spot and i believe that <laughs> what happens is like uh say you want to go to a good location like outside of a walmart or at like a popular diner you reserve that location you show up for the time that you say you're going to be there and then you leave what and then you send another cookie moms to fuck Sam Walton. Yeah. Well, you'll leave, and then another Girl Scout troop is right in line to just jump in where you left. Or oh, Jesus. what's happened to us is that like you set up a Girl Scout table, and the store right next to you in the plaza also has Girl Scouts going on. So there's two competing Girl Scout troops selling cookies. And it's like, these poor kids just want to get like the stuffed animal for selling the Girl Scout cookies. And they don't want to freeze to death. They're six-year-olds and seven-year-olds. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, all this for Samoas and Thin Mints and peanut butter patties and uh, blah. <laughs> uh, Josh, you got to feed the beasts? 
I I already muted out because I started. I realized I was about to pull the plates out, and I'm like, this is gonna be noisy. All right, Mike. Yes. What kind of movies have you watched? Anything? Uh mostly just the the stuff for uh, for Boogeyman's Closet. I've been the, this video game month is kicking my ass because there's a lot of moving parts with most of these movies, so it's a lot of rewatching. Man, um, Silent Hill holds yeah. up. It really does. It Holy really, really shit. does. I haven't watched Silent Hill in over 15 years. Uh, I've I've watched it. I, I've definitely watched it in the last five years um, because I, I rewatched the second one. And I was like, you know, I was a little confused because I'm like, I know there's parts that don't make sense. So I went back and rewatched the first one to see what I was remembering. And like, yeah, there, there's some parts that don't quite line up is this i've heard the second one is like bordering on unwatchable i no, i personally i personally think it's it's good um as far as you know matching up to the first one oh god no the first one is a hundred times better but the second one it's it relies way too heavily on 3d gimmicks because it was you know it silent hill in 3d and uh, so there's a lot of that and a lot of CGI, which is unfortunate because the original one, they actually did all practical effects, but then, you know, CGI enhancements. Yeah. Um, like they they're they didn't dig a 500 foot pit to hell. Exactly. That or like, CG. you know, when you when you see the um, I forget what they call them, but the the weird like straight jacket looking monster that that spits the acid. Oh, like, yeah. Or like bugs with pe- like with human faces. Well, yeah, no, the, the straitjacket thing, that actually is a person in a costume. Um, but then they, like, they enhanced it with, like, the, the pulsating and stuff that's happening. That's oh, all okay. CG. Um, and then, yeah, the, the bugs, those are obviously CG. But, but yeah, so, like, they, they just, they kind of did the uh, the Walking Dead trick of, you know, yeah, we're going to do the effects, but then we're just going to enhance little little elements. Like the, the gray child, that is, uh, you know, it's a person in a suit. But the the flame effects are all CG. Have you played? Let's say this for Boogeyman's Closet because I don't want to repeat the same conversations. Um, <laughs> of all the stuff that I watched, I think the one that deserves the most praise is Leprechaun Four: Leprechaun in Space. <laughs> God, that movie! Um, <laughs> so bad. I was in a mood for it because, like, I watched Possum the night before, and it's Ooh. such a fucking downer. Yeah, which is like. Uh, child molestation puppet film mm-hmm. uh it's good but i just wasn't i didn't want the bullshit that it was giving me at the time uh right. so i was like all right it's saint patrick's day warwick davis in space with fucking miguel nunez <laughs> and like <laughs> they know they're stupid they do not care warwick davis is having a blast there's like didn't even tell you how it happens he's just a space warlord mm-hmm like, it just literally jumps to 500 years in the future, and he's taking over space, and he's, like, Darth Vader or some shit. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, he grows to the size of a giant, gets a giant dick. There's tons of, like, gun battles. There's a half-man, half-robot who then becomes half-man, half-spider. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want for entertainment, because that's what I want. <laughs> there's also, famously, parts of the ship um, are, like, pieces of old kenner star wars uh spaceships like spray painted and glued to the walls yeah they absolutely did a roger corman and just got garbage yeah now there's there's actually a millennium falcon like a vintage kenner millennium falcon in one of the scenes just like glued to the wall man 
I didn't think I'd have to watch this twice, but I, I guess I'm going to have to. <laughs> I remember reading about that being like, really? Like, okay. Uh, I mean, at least Corman was just using like old McDonald's containers. Yeah, that I guess they just, that's a shame that they trashed a, a vintage Millennium Falcon. Those bastards. Right. Back when Star Wars stuff was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say Leprechaun 4 is my second or third favorite Leprechaun. It's definitely up there because it's it's so ridiculous that it comes back around to being hilarious. Um, yeah. And it's the same thing with Lepre- Leprechaun in the Hood. Like, it's so ridiculous that it comes back around and being to being funny. I think I like these, the space one, better than the Hood. Yeah, I do too. Um, I don't know if I like it more than the newest Leprechaun. I thought that one was really good. Um, and obviously the first one's the best, I think, in, yeah. in my humble opinion. Because um, it's got Francis. You thought I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> not Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, but you're wrong. Now... <laughs> I, I have to argue the the validity of part two only for one of the worst body doubles in film history, because um, there's that scene where he convinces the 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 one random guy that his girlfriend is trying to show him her tits, and it's really a lawnmower. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just spinning, and like you see the actress, and she's like this, you know, uh, small-breasted, very pale actress and then when we cut to the boob shot it's like from the neck down and the body is like bronzed like very very dark tan and huge tits and it's like wait a second that's nothing like this girl theater of the mind mike (laughs) (laughs) i was cracking up i mean i was like what 13 or 14 when i first saw that i thought it was fucking hilarious then uh but i also love the fact that he kisses a lawnmower (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, yeah. His God face gets blended. Oh, and what's it? Part three. <laughs> I've with, done uh... that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys met my first girlfriend? <laughs> um, welcome back, Josh. She had a and that bag. is our Josh fed the cats, Mike and Mike talk about mad movie segment. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready for the news? It's a huge news day. Oh yeah, it's massive. Um. Yeah, there was a joke there. I totally fucking lost it. You guys want to start off with the elephant in the room, or you want me to end with it? Um, oh, let's let's end with it. Yeah. All right. Older news: We have a Willie Nelson figure has been announced from NECA. Those music toys tend to do pretty good. We don't buy them, but I think like their Bon Scott um, stuff like that. I think it's big business for them. So they've got Willie Nelson coming out at some point. Uh, Boss White Studios has a blank Power Stars body, which I said I bought the Phantom. Picture that, but like all gray plastic, so you can paint it any way you want, make your own superpowers toy. Comes with multiple heads. Uh, Super 7 Wave 5 of Disney Ultimates is the Rescuers, so it's the two mice and the little girl. Um, I'm a big fan of the Rescuers. I don't know why I've always liked that movie, but I have. Uh, Storm Collectibles has announced Nightwolf. From Mortal Kombat 3 fame. He looks pretty cool. Uh, Epic Hacks Skeleton Series 2 has been announced. I have Series 1 in my pile of loot. I have to ship it once I get a new credit card. But it's a luchador, a cowboy, and two Roman centurions. They look pretty cool if you like skeletons. Uh, animated Craven for Marvel Legends. Ronin from the Hawkeye TV show. 
Range Viper and Big Ben G.I. Joe classifieds are Walmart exclusives. Uh, I think this is kind of what Hasbro is going to be doing a lot of going forward. Our Target exclusives and um, Walmart exclusives. I also would say don't worry about finding these because it seems like a lot of the bigger Walmarts are getting like floor displays of Hasbro shit. So unless it's a super popular like Spider-Man, Black Spider-Man or something like that, you should be okay finding Range Viper, Big Ben, Ronin, Craven, things like that. Um, and they've also teased, somebody found listings in a system that teased another Range Viper um, in Python Patrol colors, which never happened. But this is Hasbro, they have no shame. Uh, Spin Masters has, wait, nope, I missed a line. More Walmart exclusives coming out. They showed off Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper for the WWE Superstars figures. Hulk Hogan comes with a bodysuit that he wore in like WrestleMania 1 when he was running on the beach at Mr. T. And Roddy Piper has a removable t-shirt and a kilt. Uh, NECA has showed off Toonie Terror's Elvira on the couch with uh, Gonk, the dog from the Elvira movie. And that, That's El- a pretty awesome set. That, like, I'm always kind of like, do I need Elvira in red? I've got her in black because I never remember her ever in red. Mm. But they're Yeah, doing... but that, that couch one is happening for me. That, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> is 100%. But they're doing clothed Elvira in red as well. Uh, let's see here. Spin Masters has showed off their Flash movie figures. They look awesome, but be warned, they aren't in scale with the comic book figures. They're smaller. They're like G.I. Joe size. Um, so just slightly smaller than what you've come to see now. If you want to know the size there, they're the size of the Black Adam toys. Um, That's so fucking weird. It is. I, I guess it's a money-saving thing or to get them to fit into the vehicles to make the vehicles smaller. Um... And as you'd expect, it's mostly Batman, not the Flash. Because um, who fucking of... cares about the Flash in the Flash movie? Well, it's <laughs> it's Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of box sets available now at Amazon if you got to get them. Uh, McFarlane also showed off their Flash stuff, and it's all Batman as well. And they maybe have one likeness in Michael Keaton. Maybe. Um. And they've got Batman vehicles to go with their 7-inch scale stuff. And everybody's losing their shit because they're saying Hasbro can't make a vehicle for under $500. And here's McFarlane making the Batmobile for like 100 But everybody forgets that Batman, not Batman, McFarlane makes cheap shit. So that Batman car may be made out of cardboard when you get it. Um, so be ready for that. But it's coming out. So if you want the Batwing and the Batmobile to go in scale with 7-inch McFarlane Batman Flash stuff, it's coming out. Uh, it looks like NECA has gotten the Rob Zombie portfolio stuff because they're doing a ton of Devil's Rejects, the Monsters, things like that. So there's new bobbleheads that have been announced. They're but will they dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back of our Dracula? That's, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we find out. Hopefully Maurice approves of the music. Uh, we have Toonie Terror's uh, newest wave coming out is Vampira, Captain Spaulding, and Svengoolie. The newest wave of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates Wave 10 has been announced. And the cat's out of the bag. If you didn't guess already, they can't make stuff that has exact designs like the Playmates toys. Uh, Playmates pumped the brakes and told them to stop. So you get... A repainted Casey Jones in comic book colors, which is like gray and red. 
You get Ninja uh, April O'Neil, which I feel like was a figure. Yeah. But it's their interpretation of it. Rocker Leonardo, I have no idea if it was a figure or not. And the Rat King, based on his video game appearance from Shredder's Revenge. It's not classic Playmates Rat King, which I was dying to get. Um, Same. Which a lot of people already are saying that they're done. If they can't get like one for one toy designs, they don't want to do it anymore. Um, I don't know how this bodes for Toxic Crusaders, but I don't think they're as strict with it because there's, uh, who is it? Shit, they did the Terrifier figures that I just mentioned. Trick or Treat Studios is doing like a one for one remake of the classic Toxic Crusader figure. Yeah, I saw that. I I think Ninja Turtles is more important to them than Toxic Crusaders. Like they could give a shit. Um, and I have a feeling that this is all because Playmates wants to re-release vintage figures. And somebody in the office is like, well, we can't have both of these out there. I don't know. Yeah, um, well, that's the thing. Uh, Playmates has announced even more of the vintage figures just straight up being re-released. Yeah. So um, as mad as I am, it's their right to do it. So I'm happy we got as many as we did. And hopefully there'll be like, I hope they realize that like people want the crazy details, not just this is based on something. Um, If they did like a Mirage Comics, their version of something that's not NECA, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to take it as it comes. Uh, It's sad, but I don't need to be spending the money. So I'm happy with, with what I have so far. Uh, NECA is doing Gargoyles Aliza Maza so like again NECA is going all in with Gargoyles but they're having trouble getting like the thing figure stuff out I don't know why Um, next wave of Spider-Man Legends Hasbro is cutting more corners so there's no Build-A-Figure parts again this wave is all retro carded so you know like where they have like the thicker cardboard and the bubble but there's mm-hmm. no Build-A-Figure pieces, and a lot of these weren't actual retro figures from the 90s to begin with. So they're just making up artwork for them. Um, but you get the Rose, who is Kingpin's son in a ski mask. Electra from her newest appearance in the comics, where she's in, she takes over for Daredevil, Tarantula, uh, and a bunch of other like re-releases of Spider-Man in different outfits and shit like that. There's a character called Chasm. Uh, new GI Joe's available for pre order. Uh, what I'm gonna I'm gonna interject with some breaking news. Please do. Uh, breaking news, as in uh, eight minutes ago, this news dropped. I don't know if you guys have been following the um, the PowerCon uh, major major wrestling podcast. Uh, PowerCon exclusive figure reveals. Oh, it's Pixel Dan, isn't it? It sure as shit is. There is ah. a Spencer Powers Pixel Dan figure coming I, as a PowerCon exclusive. I called it. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, they teased this. I, I'm a big listener of the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. They teased that they're going to have an exclusive launch of Major Bendy's. It's their Bendy figure line with uh, three characters who've had figures before wrestlers. Um, so you get... Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, Smart Mark Sterling, who are like the three main guys that run the podcast, and a new never-before-released character. Everybody is speculating it's this wrestler or that wrestler, and they always think that there's one person who's synonymous with PowerCon that has a relationship with Matt Cardona because they've wrestled against each other, and that's Pixel Dan. 
So, yep, he's getting a bendy. If you're a Pixel Dan fan, uh, he's getting his first release at PowerCon. Um, I'm not a bendy person, per se, but that's cool. Good for Pixel Dan. I'm surprised he hasn't had, like, a pack in head with a He-Man toy. Uh, I really am, too. Yeah, same. If What's-His-Name can get one, even though he runs the line um, from back in the, the 2000s. Um, Toy Guru, I don't know why Pixel Dan couldn't get, like, at least a character named after him. It's very strange. So, yeah, cool. Pixel Dan, I called it. Pat myself on the back. Uh, new G.I. Joes are up for pre-order. The only one really worth noting we didn't mention last week, Scrap Iron's got a messed up face. So if you're kind of on the fence about getting Scrap Iron because he's a boring character, this one's all scarred up from, you know, explosions and shit. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I've always liked Scrap Iron. Um, I always thought he was kind of plain, but this one, the helmet comes off and he's got a messed up face, which makes him cooler. Uh, there are a new wave of retro Hasbro Kenner inspired Mandalorian figures. You get, uh, Boba Fett without his helmet on where he's like a nomad Fennec Shan, new Tuscan warrior, Kirstan, the, uh, Wookiee gladiator, Cad Bane, Mando with the dark saber, Grogu with a backpack to go on Luke. You've got new Super 7 reactions that have been announced based on classic Dungeons & Dragons sourcebook covers, which I think are cool as fuck. They're really awesome looking. Um, When those come out, I will probably get them. They just I just like that it's so obscure and crazy that they're doing like old 70s sourcebook Dungeons & Dragons reaction figures. It's cool. Um, there is a Mezco five point Scooby-Doo box set that's coming out. That's 180 bucks. But if you do the math, that's only 20 bucks a figure. Plus I mean, a, a play set. It's just the fact that it's all $180 at once. It's, it, it's gorgeous. Like, and all the figures look great. And the mystery machine looks amazing. Like the paint job on the mystery machine is gorgeous, but that's a lot of money to go at one time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I don't have that much. And I've got, like, the other animated ones. I'm good. Uh, even though they've got the, one of my favorite Scooby-Doo monsters thrown in there, which is pretty cool. Uh, news out of Toy Fair. Basically, New York City Toy Fair. It's got a different name now, but it happened last week. Hasbro Fortnite figures are done. Hasbro Retro Legends. These are the three-inch like basic black body red like legend figures are supposed to be vintage style they're resting quote unquote um this last wave and ghost rider on the motorcycle which is an overpriced piece of shit because hasbro has no shame and josh would agree with me um is going to be the last release and animated he-man figures are also uh on the shelf so if you can find them at retail like Mossman. Skeletor, uh, Cosmic Skeletor, that last wave is going to be it because the Netflix show is kaput. But don't worry, that's not the end of He-Man because guess what got announced today? Thanks to Pixel, blah, blah, blah. Pixel Dan, who's getting his own action figure finally, we have the fall release catalog. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Comment as you see fit. We get the Talent Fighter and Point Dread. To go with your Castle Grey Skull. Super cool. I always thought the Talent Fighter was ridiculous and huge. But uh, this has like the handle on it and everything. It's pretty fucking cool. 
King Randor from 2000X is officially called Young King Randor, which has a double meaning in that he's younger and it's Mike Young Productions King Randor. So it's King Randor with a leg brace. It's pretty cool. Snake Tila, based on the old Toy Fair magazine exclusive repaint of Tila as Snake Tila. Super cool. These have started to hit places. I haven't seen them yet. Uh, the Snake Trooper, which is the Horror Trooper with the snake head. We get Snake Armor Matted Arms, which I'm very excited about because it's kind of a proper 2000X Matted Arms. Mm, got that silver armor. Hook. Yeah, he looks really damn cool. There is the Attorney and Guard as a Snake Man, which uh, didn't get the credit it deserves in the Pixel Dan video. He kind of forgot when he was going over these. This came out in the two-pack of the seven-inch scale Master Universe Classics had a snake man head as a guard. So this is his second appearance. But basically, if you're picturing the attorney and guard that came out a little while ago that ended up at Big Lots, or mm. it's just man-at-arms face with the face paint glued over it, this is just painted green now. Um, so what I think I'm going to do is buy that figure, maybe? I don't know. He's cool. Um, squeeze coming with bendy arms. No word if he's deluxe or not. I think he's going to be a regular release. Just I'm, to... I cannot wait. Squeeze has always been one of my favorites. He's fucking sick looking. And also, I should mention, they completely fill out the Snake Man. Everybody's getting a figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it was labeled as Snake Man. Spike Orr. Yep. Who looks awesome. Uh, Slamurai, who was a concept art figure who's supposed to come out. He's a white ninja. Yep. Uh, really cool. Snake face, Josh, they heard your cries. <laughs> he looks he looks badass too. He's got he's deluxe, he's got an interchangeable head. The only thing that, that's not mentioned is if his chest has some sort of snake feature or he's got a clip on or something. I think they're gonna get to it. Uh Dragon Blaster Skeletor, smirking skeletor head. It looks like the Dragon Blaster squirts water. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. I mean, it's, it look, it's got the, the pump design. So. Yeah, it's got the hole in its mouth, which I don't know why it wouldn't be there if it wasn't squirting water. Mini Comics Many Faces, which has three new face plates. So if you wanted a reason to buy them, you got one now. So he's got his regular Many Faces face. He's got a new Robo Skull and a Screaming Monster Head. So um, I think it's probably worth it just for the new head alone. Hmm. Deluxe Mossman, which we've mentioned before, uh, now confirmed to include the yellow repainted uh, Beastman armor. Nice. This one I think is really cool. Uh, Screech and Skeletor 2-pack. Skeletor comes with magenta armor, which is a homage to something. Um, and it looks like his jaws articulated. That uh, kind of blows my mind that they, they articulated this one's jaw and like this hasn't been done before. Yeah. I'm like, I, it, it's, it looks so well done. I'm like, how did they not do this already? That's so cool. It's crazy enough that, uh, I mean, yeah. And this also makes me mad that I got to like, I think I have to go back and get ones that I've missed. Um, there is He-Man versus the Snake Men bundle. So if you go back and look at pictures of the attorney playset that they had set up, and there's a bunch of repainted Snake Men that He-Man was fighting, it's these three Snake Men. So it's... A green Rattlore, a red Rattlore, kind of like Cobra Khan Rattlore head body. Mm -hmm. uh, a blue snake guy who's all reused parts. And then a newer paint job on Snake Armor He-Man with Vac Metal Sword. 
which looks it's the exact same sword that came with the 2000x castle um that was back metal so it's kind of a nice wink there is a three-pack wrapping up the Sunman figures which big shocker two of them just have reused Sunman heads right new crazy armor i like that they're doing Sunman, but these guys are so fucking weird <laughs> I I, re- I really like the yellow the yellow armored one. Like, I like them got, all. Like, uh, yeah, they're all cool, but that one is the one that that sticks just sticks out for me. Is like he's got that really bizarre helmet, like the spiky chest plate, and then just like two radi- radial dishes like on his arm. Yeah, I like the guy. That looks like he's wearing a pizza on his chest. Yeah, that guy's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're... they're all fun, but. We've got a, this is the coolest of all the reveals, the Skeleton Warriors 2-pack. So good. It's what it is. It's two Skeleton Warriors, and they glow in the dark. And they almost look like they belong to the, you know, uh, the toy line Skeleton Warriors. Yes. Like, they almost have that vibe to them, and I love it. They look like they belong in a knockoff He-Man line that's all skeletons. Um, there is a new Merman. All right, so I'm going to switch to Masterverse figures now, which is the other line that's going to be around for He-Man. Um, classic Merman. So, classic. Yeah, it it seems like they're kind of just doing whatever they want with these figures. They're either animated inspired, classic inspired, cartoon inspired. It's classic Merman. He's fucking awesome. Oh, Josh, I'm I'm here. I, I did drop out momentarily. Do you guys have me here? Yeah. Oh, yep. You good? Yep. Yep. I'm all good. It it seems it seemed like I just momentarily uh, lost connection or something. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we're just talking about the reveals. We've got Grizzlor, who has the furry shoulder pads that you kind of saw with Beastman, the Deluxe Beastman, with an animated style head. He looks cool as fuck. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I really love. I really love that the uh, the. Fur on Grizzlor is removable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wait for I'm gonna wait for that one to drop in price and get a second one to make a seven inch gay pride Grizzlor. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You uh, have to have to give him like a, a razor or something like he shaved his chest. Remove the uh, fur to reveal the rainbow. Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> spring break Grizzlor, I love it. Uh, we've got a new Buzz off who has a brand new head. I I kind of like this one a lot. Yeah, he I looks don't know cool. why. Um, classic buzz off. I'm always kind of like iffy on if I want it, but this like he has a new animated style bug head, um, which I think is just really fucking cool. And he's got a new helmet. Uh, straight up faker, blue faker now, with with pink armor, pink armor, worn keyman weapons. He's cool as hell. And he has the uh, the little radio th- or the reel to reel thing in his chest. Yeah, he's got like the Betamax tape in his chest, uh, and it's like indented in his chest. It's not just a sticker, so that's pretty cool. Clamp Champ, which is just straight up from the new Kevin Smith cartoon. Uh, I I just I wish I could get into Clamp Champ. I never liked Clamp Champ. Um, Horde Skeletor. Which is kind of just a repaint of the pre-existing Skeletor. I think the head is new, and he's got a metallic red uh, ramstone on his staff. Masterverse Prince Adam, uh, again from the new cartoon, kind of skinny, wimpy Prince Adam. But interesting to note, he comes with a secondary, like happy laughing head and a second power sword that's translucent glittery. and glittery. I'm yep. 
hold that thought. I'm going to come back to Prince Adam. I have I have a point that I want to make. Um, we've got Masterverse, <laughs> New Eternia, Webster. Looks awesome. Yeah, that's happening for me. I they love Webster. included his newer style spider legs that are on his backpack. And his gun's got some cool new attachments. Like he could shoot the grappling hook out of the gun, which is something I always felt like it was missing. Um, again... New adventure style Ram Man, where he comes with different profiles, so he's got different heads. Um, the one that you've seen before with the the faceplate covering his mouth, but now he's got another one with sunglasses for some reason. Um, I guess that's based on old concept art. It looks cool. Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm a sucker for Ram Man, so I, I might buckle and get this. This one's probably of all of uh, the Masterverse stuff. This one got me the most Hello? excited. Is Clawful. Yeah. Um, both his claws articulated. That's what really got me excited. So if you look at some of the pictures, his tiny claw. Okay, I think I'm... Uh-oh. I think we're losing Josh. Josh? Joshy? Yep, we lost him. I like how he was just like, hello, I think. Oh. Hello. Hi. Yep. Can you hear us, Josh? Hi, Josh. Yep, I, I don't know what was going on with my thing. Uh, we're talking about how Clawful has articulated pinchers. Yes. Super cool looking. Um, he also has that really cool body armor that yeah. gives him like the weird back spikes. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have the big Eugene Levy eyebrows, but I'll take it. Uh, he is crab people. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely is. Um, we've got New Adventure Skeletor. Which is pretty much just New Adventure Skeletor. Mm-hmm. He looks awesome. Yeah. If you he like really New does. Adventures, he's cool. Oversized Whiplash. So you can make classic Whiplash or a new crazy style Whiplash with like purple armor. And he's I, just twice as fun. I love the torch he comes with. Yeah. He yeah, sort of looks like a weird take on Pigman, but like torches. We need more torches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he looks like some sort of like troll warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Just, looks cool uh last but not least slush head who has the gimmick where you can take his head off and put it on a robot body with tentacles for legs yeah i, I never thought that i would uh really go that crazy for slush head but here i am wanting this figure really bad yeah Man, it's i like, fucking want that slush head <laughs> how can we make you want slush head who is still pretty much retail from the uh classics mm-hmm. so like what could we do to make you want them there you go Yep. Movable head robot body will always do it. <laughs> uh, I just hope that this means that we're going to get Optic at some point. Uh, who is oh, yeah. my yeah. favorite uh, New Adventures character for sure. So I want to end on this this point. This is just me admitting something that I, I've I've had trouble admitting or not admitting, but just realizing finally. Yeah, Prince Adam is gay. <laughs> I, I I mean, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like I, I was always just like, I don't want I don't think about He-Man in a sexual way. Like, I don't care. I don't need him and Tila hooking up or anything like that. Catra. I don't care where he's sticking his dick. I just want to punch in robots and skeletons. But in all reality, like it probably wasn't intended this way. But it's just he's a very obvious metaphor for being gay. That's all. There's nothing wrong with it. I right. finally realize it. And this Masterverse Prince Adam, when it came out, I was like, okay. Yeah, all right. 
I'll I'll take it. It's cool. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Fabulous secret powers revealed to him. <laughs> it's kind of like he's instead of you know holding up the sword and becoming like this buff beach hunk. It's sort of like he graduates high school, lifts a lot of weights, and just starts you know hanging out with Grizzlor at the club. He does. <laughs> you know. Anyways, I don't mean that as a bad joke, but yeah, he meant clearly a metaphor for being gay. And for the love of God, if you have a problem with that, it's not like there's other like 10,000 other dudes in loincloths who beat the shit out of things that you can latch onto. Right. And for fuck's sake, you have Skeletor. Who's, you know, got a skull for a head and a blue body. Who constantly is boning evil Lynn and his best friend has a robot arm. So... <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh guys are you ready to hear from the girl scouts of america oh of course oh yes and they're lovely celebrity endorsed i don't know if they can top um george lucas thin mints but they're gonna try so why don't you guys buckle up hear from the girl scouts and we're gonna keep jabbering for a little while we'll be right back Oh, hey, look at that. You're back. You want more cookies? Of course you do. You know why? Because we're a pusher, and you're hooked on that good, good sugar shit. So why not try some of our all-new celebrity-endorsed celebrity Girl Scout cookies? We've got another batch for you, and they're ready to tantalize your taste buds and hurt your wallet in ways you can't even imagine. That's right. We've got James Cameron's Avatar Bars. They're bright blue. They make your shit bright blue. And they're the only cookie that takes two and a half hours to eat. You can't take a break because James Cameron says no. Zack Snyder's best cookies ever. They're the best cookies ever in the fucking universe. Warning, product is not actually a cookie or the best anything. Or why not try one of our crowd pleasers? You've got the Samuel L. Jackson motherfucker sandwiches. Why not put a motherfucker in your mouth with Samuel Jackson's motherfucker sandwiches? New from Girl Scouts. Throw your money at it. Why not? Fuck it. Give us all your money. Put your credit card on file with us. Cookies. <laughs> oh, motherfucker sandwiches. What was... Wait, you you had texted me one last night. Was it? Does it taste like a bitch cookie or something? Like that? <laughs> uh, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucker sandwiches. Does it taste like a bitch? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's fantastic. I, I didn't know I needed motherfucker cookies. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Let, let me share with you a, another funny like Girl Scouts kind of suck. My daughter's a Girl Scout. Her Scout leader's great, by the way. You can go to one county and Girl Scout cookies are one price. You can go to another county and they're another price. So let's That's say your so box of Girl stupid. Scout cookies is six bucks. One town over, they could be five or four. Well, that sucks. Isn't that bullshit? Yeah. So people will be like, oh, I just bought cookies the other day. They're a dollar cheaper. It's because they get them from different suppliers. And that's the price that the Girl Scouts have to pay. That's, that's stupid. Isn't that that's just like, dumb. why overcomplicate something that little girls are selling? Right. But they do it constantly. Um, I'm sure I've asked this before, but what's everybody's favorite Girl Scout cookie? 
Oh, the freaking um, what are they? The are they the Samoas? The coconut caramel ones. Oh yeah, Pe- peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, so fun fact: Walmart has their brand of Girl Scout cookies that I'm pretty sure are made by the same factories because their Samoas are identical. Oh shit! I didn't know that. So when it's not Girl Scout cookie season, you really got to have them. Just go to Walmart. Did, um, did I, I ever tell you why they're referred to as Iggy Boos in my house? No. <laughs> no. So, so, have you ever seen Silence of the Hams? Yes, I think you've told us a story, but go on. <laughs> we, yeah. I, so, there's uh, the Dom DeLuise character. He said, he goes, Iggy Boo! And he goes, that's my happy noise. Um, I was, this was years ago at the hospital. <laughs> that's, that's my hap- happy noise! so years ago at the hospital we had girl scouts there selling them outside the cafeteria and of course i went and 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 bought a bunch uh because you know i can't help myself and um one of the guards this guy larry that used to work there he came into the switchboard office and was hanging out and i was like here you want some cookies and he he just went iggy boo and i went (laughs) what and he started laughing. He goes, that's my happy noise. And I had not seen Silence of the Hams at this point. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What are you talking about? And he explained the situation. And then I just was like, okay, these are forever called Iggy Boos. Now I, I can't not hear Iggy Boo and look at these cookies. So even Jess knows, like when, when you delivered the cookies, she's like, you got some Iggy Boos. <laughs> I have gained nine pounds since uh, cookie season started. <laughs> And it's like, oh, fuck. I got to go, like, for my yearly physical at the doctor soon. And she's just going to be like, your blood is coconut and caramel. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> you should be dead. Um, so I brought this up because I thought this would just be a good way for you guys to talk endlessly. Because we brought it up in a text message where um, Professor Longbox was talking to us. I, I told you guys, like, how great your Raised by Reynolds episode was where you basically just went for three hours. Right. Uh, you did a improv episode and fans, uh, very handsome fans, by the way, were like, you guys should talk about Mousetrap, make it a horror <laughs> movie. And you guys just went for three hours yep. nonstop. And then I, I just kind of commented, seeing you guys at Denny's must have been the greatest thing ever. And that turned into like two hours of you guys just reminiscing about Denny's. So I thought that's actually a pretty good podcast conversation for those who don't live in niagara falls which is maybe like one listener mm-hmm. um i never had that experience uh we had a restaurant called the princess that would let you hang out for all hours and smoke cigarettes but we didn't have like the cool cast of characters it was just metal has with nothing to do and you'd have to pay for every <laughs> cup of coffee mm-hmm. uh, okay so i feel like i feel like the perfect way to start this conversation is to bring up the fact that the Boulevard Denny's bathroom inexplicably smelled of Fruit Loops. It did. For years. For no like, damn good reason. Like, you'd walk in, it was just that unmistakable moment of like, what the hell does this bathroom smell like Fruit Loops for? So you would just be like, I just destroyed this bathroom and it smells like a box of cereal. Pretty much, yeah. I'm not... Defies logic. I'm not convinced that the, uh, you know, one of the cooks didn't do an upper decker with with the toilet only in a box of Fruit Loops. 
all right, wait a second. You know what? That's a good way to like have fruity smelling water, even though you've taken like horrible, like you had too many like peanut butter patty shits. <laughs> Just dump like why am I throwing out ster- like sterile gimmicky cereal that Zoe buys? Like we've got peep cereal we just bought right she's not gonna eat it and it sucks i'll mm. wait for it to get sale and i'll just throw it in the upper tank of the toilet there Boom. you go two thousand <laughs> flushes upper decorate yeah <laughs> i'll call it the uh the kellogg's or something yeah i like that exactly yeah yeah now so just uh when now, you thought we couldn't find more fun mentions of cereal don Dorazio, um we found yet another one you're welcome carry on now, Mike, were were you around? Uh, I mean, I know you were around, but uh, were you uh, were you ever at Denny's during the era that I was uh, religiously torturing the filler bunny figure? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> oh, there there was definitely a period of time where, like, not not only would I do things like I'd randomly just like stab filler bunny with a fork <laughs> and just leave him like displayed like sort of like because we were always in the if we got there early enough we we'd get the big corner booth oh yeah everybody I'd, always I'd, wanted the big corner booth and i'd i'd put like filler bunny on display in the back corner like he, he was like the flag or like the <laughs> the sigil in the back corner of our booth what time but I would do also, people usually get to Denny's? Like when you say early, would, do you mean like eleven o'clock at night? Uh no, it, it 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 depended. I mean, some of us would go there at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, you know, but it it really depended on like if you were off from work or working. <laughs> and and for my group, it had a lot to do with because uh, it was the my group was the theater kids from Ed Trip. Mm-hmm. So it would depend heavily on uh like what show we were doing, when rehearsals were. And, and now, just uh, to be clear, yeah. you and Mike weren't as cool as you are now back then. You knew of each other, mm-hmm. but you yeah, guys weren't yeah, collaborating yet. No, 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 but we no. we would hang out at Denny's. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I think there was like once or twice where we went to uh, Haley's Comics and Toys R Us like in a group. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Tom was involved. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> Is Tom the weird goth yep. guy who had like strange porn? Oh no, no. Uh, no. Y- yes, but no. <laughs> yes to the strange porn. No to the to the weird goth guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean there there was definitely strange porn involved with that one, but you know. Uh yeah, I would also very randomly just yell. Uh, Yell out like you must suffer, and spike filler bunny through the restaurant. <laughs> I also remember you coming in with a toaster. That you know that had everything to do with the show that we were doing. Uh, yep. This this is a fun. Uh, this actually circles back to toys in a fun way. So we were doing a production of uh, This Is Our Youth, which is uh, essentially yeah I've talked about the show before. Uh, the the show is about like essentially like delinquent kids in an apartment in the in the eighties in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my character showed up with like a suitcase of his most prized possessions in the world, and among them was 
the best toaster ever, which he had called Toaster Amazing. Um, and our director, Jack, had actually lent me his toaster. And I took protecting that toaster very seriously. So it would it would go into Denny's with me, and I would ask, as people passed, I would ask, have you seen Toaster Amazing? <laughs> I still remember, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, but one of the other things that I had in that show that could not leave uh, the tech director's office in between rehearsals and showtime was his uh, vintage major Matt Mason. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you talking about that. Dave, which, we've had uh, a whole episode about it. Yep, which that's uh, so, yeah, that that show had a lot of weird, memorable stuff. But I, I remember with the, the toast uh, or the toaster. At one point, I was standing outside smoking, waiting for, I forgot who I was waiting for, but other people were meeting me. <laughs> and you and several other people went walking past me, and you just stopped, and you went, I'm making toast! And just held the toast up to me. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> just, as you know, soon as you said that, I remembered toast. it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yeah, there were so many times where, because, again, we ran in different crowds, but, like, they all kind of intermingled. There were so many times where, like, there would be a lull in the conversation in the room, and, like, one of us would overhear what the other group was talking about, and we would just start yelling back and forth. Like, that happened all the time. Um, there were so many times that we would get like just weirdos just coming in and like joining in in our conversations. And we're like, we don't know who the fuck this person is, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I, I will never forget this guy. Oh my God. He, I'm pretty sure he was a drug dealer, but Kara went outside to make a phone call. And so she was outside talking on her cell phone. And some random dude apparently started hitting on her because she came inside to like sit back down at the table and he followed to our table and pulled up a chair and just sat down. And the guy looked like he was maybe like, you know, 10, 15 years older than us. Looked like he may have done some hard time. And it's just sitting at the table. He had Xavion tattooed down his neck. What the <laughs> fuck is Xavion? <laughs> I'm sure Susie will remember this. But we were all just like, okay, well, none of us could figure out what the hell was tattooed on his neck. So, of course, me being a comic book nerd, I was like, does he have Xavier tattooed on his neck? Is he like a really big X-Men fan? And eventually it came out that it was Xavion, which apparently was the name of his son. Um, all right. He's all right. I'm picturing this guy. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was very creepy and didn't want to go away. And eventually, you know, once he realized he was not going to hook up with our friend Kara, he finally left very dejected and annoyed. And it was like, that was creepy as crap. You know, as hard as my life is, it's a, it's a very difficult life with all my toys and Girl Scout cookies, et cetera. Uh, I can't imagine how hard it is to, to be a woman. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. <laughs> now, here's a question for you. Do you remember? I'm sure you do, but I still have to ask. Do you remember Deha? Oh, my God. Unfortunately, I remember Deha very, <laughs> very well. Who is Deha? Oh, well, he is a, a strange Niagara Falls denizen. Um, well, I went to high school with him. So I, I remember Deha in high school, but then, yeah, he was in college. With he us. also had a very strange affectation and way of speaking. 
Yeah, he was really big into the rave scene during our Denny's time, and uh, he always had glow sticks on him. And he definitely did that thing where he always wore the long sleeve shirts where he cut a hole in it to stick his thumb through. One of those people. Yeah. Did he wear Jinkos like two or three years past the point of Jinkos being cool? Oh, of course. I'm pretty sure he lived in them. Like, and I I (laughs) took the words out of my mouth. I don't mean wore them all the time. I meant lived in them like a turtle lives in its shell. (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure he just like sucked down into them at night, you know, and went kids everywhere. Just felt that. Oh, yeah, no, Deha was a very strange cat. Um, do you remember Gummer? Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy. I This is this is where, you know, I, I kick myself for being nice to people. Because <laughs> this guy just randomly, we were all sitting around waiting for a table, and he randomly sat down next to us on that little bench, and he just started talking. Because uh, me and Steve happened to be talking about Final Fantasy X at the time. And he jumped into the conversation and just started talking to us. And we're like, oh, yeah, okay, this guy's weird, but whatever, we'll talk back. And then we get our table, and he came and decided to sit down with us. And none of us wanted to tell him to go away. We were just like... And he did that to everyone. Yep, he just started latching on like a barnacle. Did you Uh, you call him Gummer because he had no teeth? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, he literally had no teeth. Um, And he would always tell stories about his wife. And like, like it was funny because after a while we started noticing that the the stories did not match up. Like clearly, she couldn't be this nurse if she was also a firefighter and she was also a pharmacist. Like he always had a new story about what she did. So we were like, my wife's a a, a firefighter and she fight dragons on the weekend and she make video games. Like we would just make fun of him because it was like, dude, you're fucking lying and we all know it. Um, and then we finally saw his wife and she had a clubbed foot and we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like she was a very nice lady, but we're like, oh God, that fits so well. <laughs> like, but no, he was, he was awful. He used to sit there. Like once he was kind of ostracized by all the different groups, he would sit in the middle of Denny's and just draw weird, like furry porn of random people. He was a strange motherfucker. I don't think I ever saw that, and I'm really glad about that. Oh, dude, it, he, you remember Amy, right, who used to sit yep. with us? Yeah, he really seemed to like her, and he kept drawing her as a weird, like, anime fox, like, sucking tentacles and shit. It was bizarre. <laughs> um, But the, the best, and I'm sure, Strasburg, you will remember this, but the absolute best one is he got into an argument with Josh's, uh, well, then girlfriend, now wife. And he he went off like he he called her some very horrible names. Um, and the rest of us, of course, like told him off and we're like, you're, you know, get the fuck out of here. Like we were flipping out. Josh was at work and he walked to Denny's, as he said in the message, you know, he got out of work. He walked over to Denny's and it was <laughs> do you guys remember that song uh, that was in the end of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? How many people want to kick some ass? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that happened to be big on the radio at the time. And he literally walked in going, how many people want to kick some ass? I do. I do. And we were like, hey, funny you say that. You got to talk to Gummer. <laughs> and Gummer scurried the fuck out of that restaurant, terrified. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dear. Yeah, he was. And did everybody kind of just age out of it around the same time? Uh, no, it was a combination of things. For us, it was the fact that many of us were moving to Rochester. 
Um, and it was around the time that they stopped allowing smoking in restaurants. Ooh. So, yeah, they, they cut out the smoking in, what, 2003. And it was right before we all moved uh, to Rochester. Well, a bunch of us moved to Rochester. Um, we uh, we went to Denny's. I remember, like, the, the last night they were allowing, you know, smoking in the restaurant. And, you know, just kind of stayed all night. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we just kind of stopped going after that. And then, like, occasionally we would still meet up. Like, I know, like, around Christmas time when uh, Jess and I would come back and, and stay at my parents' house uh, for, for Christmas, we would always, like, meet up with everybody at Denny's, like, you know, while we were staying in town. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it just wasn't the same. It was It was a good couple of years, though. It was, like, from about 2000 to 2003. You know, yeah, so. yeah, it was it was a weird era. One of my favorite things to do is like, because, again, this is just it was a, a random group of bored <laughs> young adults uh, just sitting around drinking coffee, smoking and talking. And like eventually the, the conversation would go to a lull. So we would play stupid games and we do stuff like, you know, that I'm going on a picnic and I'm bringing blank. But the rules would be like, OK, it has to be something absolutely vile that you would never bring on a picnic. You know, so it would be like, I'm going on a picnic and I'm bringing bear balls, you know, stuff like that. And it would just you'd have to, like, remember what everybody brought up and we just see who could come up with the most disgusting thing. Um, we used to play the alphabet game with, like, movie titles. And uh, oh, and we, do you remember do you remember the toy trivia nights? Oh, absolutely. I remember when when you and uh, Tom made me do the uh, the geek <laughs> was it the, the geek trivia off where I had to, like, ask you guys questions. Yes. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I, I feel I, like we need to play I'm Going on Vacation. Oh, yeah. And well, I'll bring... <laughs> the one that always made me laugh, and, and, and this is uh, this is when I was still working at Media Play in, in the video department. So, like, I was, you know, surrounded by movies at all times. We would play the, you know, alphabet game, but every letter, like, no matter what everyone asked, or answered, I also had to answer a horror movie with that letter. So we would go around the table and, you know, they'd be like, yeah, they, they'd pick, uh, you know, pick a, a random movie. And then I would have to name not only, you know, another movie, but name one that was a horror movie with that letter as well. So it just it, it was oh, it got challenging as after a while. That's easy. Um, you'd, you'd think there ain't that many with Y and Q. Q the Winged Serpent. That's the first one I always go to. That's the only one I could think of. I was going to say, but keep in mind, quarantine wasn't out yet. <laughs> oh, that's so. true. Um, questions, guys. Just just conversation questions. And then we'll kind of we'll move on. Did you guys ever own, own Jinkos? I never did. Yes. You did? Yep. I owned two different pairs. One uh, one was uh, had really cool equalizer pattern up the sides. Uh, and the other had flames across the bottom. Were they comfortable? Yes. And dear God, they made it easy to sneak shit into concerts like your own two liter soda. Um, <laughs> I could never afford them. Like I bought my own clothes. Uh, I got mine at Salvation Army. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I would just buy baggy pants. I invented my own. Please don't laugh. My own hip clothing line is, you know, as a teenager where I tried to make fashion work and it never did. So I had this thing that I invented called shants, <laughs> half shorts, half pants, where I wouldn't buy 
um, Jinkos. I would just buy baggy pants and then cut off like six inches from the ankle. And I, I looked like some sort of bizarre, like Pirates of Penzance <laughs> performer. Well, I think I'll say I shan't be wearing those. Um, shan't. And I stuck with them way too long. Where I thought they were cool, and I tried to make the Reggie Bannister look work constantly of the underthermal with the flannel when oh, you're in yeah. high school. Like, I'm not a, a longshoreman, and I'm not a fucking lumberjack, <laughs> so I don't know why the fuck I was dressing like that, but I thought Reggie Bannister was the coolest human being alive. Uh, and then horror movie t-shirts, which nobody got because, you know, we're kids in high school. Nobody was wasting as much time as I was tracking down take your pick of obscure horror movies, you know, like Leprechaun in space. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. But I was like, you know, I could buy Jinkos or I could buy action figures. Yeah. I'll buy action figures. I have pretty much had the same style uh, since I was in high school because most of my school career, I I went to Catholic school. So it was like I had a uniform. Um, Then when, you know, I got into middle school, it was like my well, I, I got to middle school, public school at seventh grade, and um, I was finally able to wear whatever the hell I wanted. And I was just like, holy shit, what do I wear? And, um, you know, be, being a, a larger guy, I have the the larger guy uniform, the black T-shirt with a button down, unbuttoned over top of it or a hoodie. <laughs> so, And I've been rocking that look since, you know, 1994. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm comfortable Yep. Nothing a baggy shirt and flannel can't hide. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, we've all been there, right, Josh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, meanwhile, Josh is wearing a three-piece suit and looking fly as hell, and I'm over there in a fucking hoodie like, meh. Josh, who mm. hasn't had a day in his life where he can't see his own ribs. <laughs> <laughs> You skinny son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, the the old uh, the old fashion thing. I, I, I did not I did not get into a lot of the fashion trends because, again, a lot of it isn't made for larger people. So, you know, a big guy wearing Jenko's just looks like, you know. He's are he's already wearing pants too big for him. It just doesn't look right. Yeah, yeah. Like you've seen those memes of like, let's make fun of the goth kid from 1988, and it's like a big guy trying to make goth clothing work every time. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's fucking trying at least. Give him a break. Right. What the fuck? I was like, oh, the, there was that what like two year period in the mid 90s when Bajas were really cool. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. I can hide in this thing. <laughs> And then they stopped being cool. And I'm like, oh, my my itchy sweatshirt does nothing now. Man, and I had I had the problem. Like, I always wanted to wear cool hats. Oh, me too. Yeah. But hats don't fit my giant head. Mm-hmm. So I had the option of the Gilligan Fisher hat. Yep. I had a couple of those. Um, or <laughs> beanies. So I have an extensive collection of beanie hats. That yeah, I, can't, um, I can't pull off the beanie. I can if I stretch them out a lot. So I got a hat that I got at a Guar concert over 20 years ago that's finally stretched out enough to my big ass head. 
See, now I have, I do have a scaly cap that I like, but the problem is when I wear it, I look like George R.R. R. Martin. So every time I put it on my head and my, in my head, all I could hear is wiener, floppy wiener. <laughs> in fact, if I'm not mistaken, the first time I wore that when we went toy hunting, you and I kept singing that the entire time. I'm positive we did. <laughs> I'm sure Josh is in the mirror right now trying his top hat on with his fucking suit. <laughs> and again, because... it all, and it all works. It all looks good. I'm going to look like a Doctor Who villain today because... (laughs) No, no, the top hat is in the closet. It only comes out for the summer and fall. We're not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Spring is bowler season, damn it. (laughs) So, spring is bowler, summer and fall is top hat, and winter is pork pie. Don't you understand? (laughs) What's pork pie? (laughs) (laughs) it's a type of hat okay um josh do you know if the girl scouts have any more celebrity endorsements or not i i am pretty sure they do i'm pretty sure they have three more that they have they they saved the best for last oh yeah you know what let's hear from it and then everybody can go run around town looking for a girl scout station set up somewhere i hear they even go in the middle of the woods Yeah, I found some there. Sounds yeah. dangerous. You know, that's where the oldest Girl Scouts go. The ones that are like, you know, strangers with candy age, you know, like 45 and up. Ah. Look for them in like the weird like uh, militant compounds and stuff. You'll find the Girl Scouts there, too. Makes yeah. Sense. And uh, and from what I understand, uh, they also sell crack on the stands. Yeah. Maybe. The crack scouts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, holy shit, you're still there and you still have money? Why not spend it on some more of our wonderful new celebrity-endorsed Girl Scout cookies? Oh, look at that. Your blood sugar's not high enough? We can fix that. Why not have a cookie? Because you know as well as we do, once you have that first one, you're eating the whole goddamn box. Why not try one of our new shortbread cookies? Or should I say, a nice simple thought bread from Mike Tyson. They'll knock the sweet tooth out of you for sure. You could try the Orson Welles Variety Pack. It's simply 15 of each cookie and a bottle of brandy because you can party like Orson Welles. Just eat your weight in cookies, drink a bottle of brandy, and call it a night. Girl Scouts, that's what that's all about. And why not try one of our most popular cookies of all time? That's right. If you didn't, you'd be ignorant. Why not try Michael Jackson's Shemones? They have the fancy ingredients of hee-hee and ha! That's right. All our fancy new flavors at Girl Scouts. Just remember, Michael Jackson cookies are 18 and up. Go find your Girl Scout pusher. Give them your money. Give them your credit card. Give them your child because you want the cookies that goddamn bad. Put them in your mouth. Girl Scout cookies. Wow. <laughs> I need Shimones. Of course. Uh, the the lovely ingredients of hee hee and oh. I wonder what they taste like. Children, maybe? No, no. They they taste like 
rainbows and fantasy and, and all your happy dreams. They don't taste like children. That's ignorant. Ignorant. Mm. Ch- children taste like children. Children taste the best. They taste ma- I mean, children taste like cookies. They're magical. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> so uh, this isn't a hard rule, but I'm going to try to stick for this for the rest of my life. If a content creator or celebrity, if my supporting them is giving them the ability to actively hurt children or women, I'm going to try to stop supporting them. So, for example, Victor Selva, if me watching Jeepers Creepers or paying for Jeepers Creepers merchandise went put money in his pocket. And then he was you know, able to use that to diddle kids, not going to do it. Michael Jackson, Not we still don't dead. know what he did, right? Mm-hmm. But he's dead. And as far as we know, his zombie hasn't dug its way out of its grave to touch kids yet. So I'm okay listening no, to Michael that, Jackson that, music. That's ignorant. That's that's ignorant. We don't we don't know what he did. We don't know that he is still touching children. I mean, we don't know that he isn't still making children happy. <laughs> He's just a happy little white girl. Yeah. So. We brought this up uh, a few weeks ago, and I think it's a good time to get to it quick before we wrap things up. Do you think we should have a super fan shout out from time to time on the show where we bring up one of our super fans, mention things about, you know, what we like about them just, you know, to stroke their ego and say like, hey, this is why we appreciate Mike's mom, super listener, because she makes us all cool homemade Rancor Monster puppets. (laughs) Nah, nah. Fuck that shit. If we want to show our appreciation, then we don't want to stroke their egos, okay? <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but that sounds scary. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking handy J's for our biggest fans from oh. Timmy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna suggest. That well, he'd have one. Pat LeMay, and I'm not putting my hands on that monster. I was gonna say Timmy would finally have a bone, and I'm just. No. <laughs> <laughs> just just send them the bucket. You know, they get a week with Timmy for uh being such a super fan and then they can uh you know s- send them back. They just got to, you know, wash them with like some Dawn and water like silly putty. Yeah. Like if you've ever seen those videos where there's an oil spill and you got to clean the oil off a duck. Mhm. Same thing with Timmy. Just you know, like put him in your bathroom sink, spray him down, send him back. He'll complain a lot, but you know, fuck him. He's a diva. <laughs> so, Matt LeMay, you're our number one, our first number one super fan shout out. We're going to mail you Timmy because he lives in my house apparently now. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm going to put him in a box with some packing peanuts and just send him your way. Right? You can deal with me. Put me in bed with you. Tell your wife to sleep on the couch, Matt. <laughs> but uh matt lemay look for him on your socials he's a very talented artist and uh every time i think of matt lemay i think of his giant saucer sized nipples that that's what i always associate with matt lemay how's that joke work or is that just fucking weird i mean everybody loves giant saucer sized nipples of course uh also covert commander and the fact that he's a giant, he's like six foot five or ten or some shit. He's taller than and me, I, he's a giant. I enjoy the way he allows me to cling tenaciously to his buttocks. Yes. Uh, 
I always want to do like a mama kangaroo thing where he puts me in a little pouch on his waist and we go on adventures, but uh, he hasn't agreed to it yet. So hopefully someday that'd be pretty cool. We could bounce around Niagara Falls and have adventures and get cold cuts from homeless people. See, now I haven't asked to do the, the kangaroo thing, but uh, you know, I've totally done the Yoda pouch with him and that works pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. He did the backpack for you? Yeah, absolutely. I thought he, he was just going to wear would... like a pullover hoodie and I kind of climb into the pocket. I mean, no, Timmy's going to be doing it now. They're going to be total recalling it for a while. Exactly. But, Jesus, uh, I feel like I got, I, I feel like I, I, he didn't even offer like a kangaroo pouch or a, or a Yoda backpack for me. He was just like, get in these old underwear with me. And I was like, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Matt LeMay's idea of a potato sack race is really fucking scary. Wait, you, just, you, you don't climb in his pants? You just share a pair of underwear and he kind of you face to face each other. Yeah, I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. And you're supposed to bounce past the finish line. But I mean, it just got weird every time I tried it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been duped. I think there was a different finish line in mind. <laughs> <laughs> One person won the race and it wasn't me. And all I know is that my pants were sticky. <laughs> <laughs> something smells like pennies matt i hope your kids weren't in the car when you're listening to this but thanks for listening to every episode we really appreciate it we got you season tickets to the wnba enjoy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys ready for the hall of fame oh indeed yes so guess who won uh i don't know jesus <laughs> Donatello, uh, clean house. Uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> to the shock of no one, um, Scale Tail got one vote, and the Supernaturals dude that I picked got a couple votes, which was a, a shock to me because I thought Donatello was going to just like chew through it. But um, are you guys ready? Who picked Donatello? Was that you, Josh? No, it was me. No, that was Mike. Mike. Yeah, I was say, not to be fair, I, I hadn't picked, like, a powerhouse figure in, in a long time. I was picking some weird shit for a while, so I was like, well, ah, fuck it, I'll pick my favorite Ninja Turtle. Um, you're up. So, yeah, now I'm going to go back to the weird shit, and I'm going to pick uh, Skin Man from the Kenner Swamp Thing line. Man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was, like, so fucking close. To choosing, uh, to choosing, uh, oh, what the fuck is the name of the gas mask guy? Weed killer. Oh, weed killer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really, I was between weed killer and Dr. Demento. That's awesome. Dr. You know, Demento. Funny, I, I almost picked. Uh, yeah. Dr. Yeah. I almost picked weed killer as well. Like, but skin man, because I always use him as a zombie. And I mean, he had that weird bat finger puppet head thing gimmick that they all had. Um, which looked okay, but I just liked him as a weird zombie guy. Yeah. So. He was always my golem. Oh yeah. I could totally see that. Yep. You see, I, I always used him as like, you know, uh, again, mind bender creating a zombie. Like I'd kill off some character and have them turned into skin man. And then, you know, he would go after the Joes and be unkillable. That's awesome, man. That's I awesome. can't believe we were that close to both having swamp thing picks this week. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Should we do an all Swamp Thing week? I was tempted to, but no, I went a different direction. All right, who do you got, Josh? 
I've I've got one that you guys might swear at me for. Uh, I'm going to go with Toy Biz Carnage Unleashed. Man. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. With the reveal of the Cletus Cassidy head, the cool, like, axe hand, the weird, like, spiral symbiote piece that was separate. Yeah. That was a fun figure. I forgot about that guy. I... Just for nostalgia, I want to look at him right now because once they start, like, that's when those symbiote figures got awesome. Yeah, no, I'm looking at him right now, and I really liked this figure when it first came out. Yeah, no, he was a good one. Yeah. They had several. Yeah, you're right, Mike. There were several good uh, symbiote figures, like, during this time. But that was. Yeah, he's so Specifically. That Carnage Unleashed and the um, the Venom that had the Eddie yep. Brock face, mm-hmm. those two figures specifically, I remember uh, slightly hating myself for overpaying for them at the Spider's Web on Niagara Falls Boulevard mm-hmm. or Pine Avenue in the falls. Yep. Uh, because I couldn't find them anywhere, but I never ended up finding them anywhere else, and I loved them. So in the long run, like... I made the good decision there. Oh, yeah. I had the Carnage that came out before that without the Cletus head. <clears throat> but then I had Venom 2 with the Eddie Brock head with the rubber mask. But then, remember the Web Warriors Carnage? Yeah. That was, like, hunched over and he had ball shoulders. Oh, I loved that one. Where, like, that's when they started doing, like, Hobgoblin, and that was, like, that final phase of Toy Biz before they moved over to Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. That's when I kind of got back into them again, because they were so cool. Because uh, they were starting to get that articulation, but they were really playable. And I remember that Venom being really, really good. Yeah. Uh, damn. I'm not going to beat this at all. That, yeah, those were some good figures. I feel like Carnage is like, yeah, he's got to go in because it's fucking Carnage. Uh, I have my buddy. Yeah. Wherever you go, he goes. My buddy. I wish my buddy. My buddy. My buddy and me. Uh, My buddy and me. I was literally waiting for you to add more to that sentence. I thought you were going to say, like, my buddy had blank. <laughs> no. <laughs> literally, my buddy. But before you said you wanted me to add to that, you got to have the rest of the song. Kid sister, kid it's sister, kid, kid sister. sister and me. And you have to get in a big wheel and ride around with my buddy. Uh, I'm mentioning this because it's clearly the inspiration for Child's Play. And uh, my, my, my buddy got buried in my backyard after watching child's play as a precaution. <laughs> uh, Cause it was my brother's actually, he had the, my buddy, but we used to beat the 11 shit out of it because we just, you know, we liked wrestling and we were two boys, but then we saw child's play and we we're like, Holy shit. If he comes alive and tries to get revenge, we're fucked. Uh, so we made the executive decision to like tie some rocks to him and bury him in the backyard. And I'm pretty sure he's still there waiting. <laughs> Biding his time to come back from the dead and get revenge on the uh, <laughs> the ten year old. Okay, but that'd be a funny thing, thing to dig up. I should get yeah, like I should go to the house on Manitou Road, 
that I was living at when I was a kid and dig up their backyard to look for my buddy. <laughs> Just imagine the homeowner's face as you pull the doll out of the ground. Like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't want him to kill your children. <laughs> Just going to get him now. <laughs> but that's not going to be good. It's more just a funny pick because I was like, "What can I pick that I haven't picked yet?" Oh, my buddy! Either that, just like wait until there's a rainy night and go dig it up, and like in the middle of the storm, wait for the homeowners to come out and like hold the doll up and just scream, "Give me the power, I beg of you!" (laughs) (laughs) And then run off, run off into the night. Uh, I'm gonna have that Fred Savage in uh, the Boy Who Could Fly moment where I dig up all my dead GI Joes. (laughs) <laughs> settle an argument with me guys have you both seen boy who could fly oh yeah josh have you i i had spent a long long time you know the, the basic concept of it though right yeah yeah is he real yeah, or is yeah. he a figment of the girl's imagination i have not seen it in in such a long time that i don't remember enough of the story yeah to, to be like you know was this all in her head or not um, but knowing that it was the eighties, I'm going to say he really could fly because it, it was the eighties and I guarantee you, they just snorted a shitload of lines and we're like, ah, fucking kid can fly. Put Fred Savage in. It'll make millions. I that, went that out of my way, right. got a VHS copy of it to show Teresa cause it wasn't available. Mm-hmm. And cause I was ranting and raving. I was like, and Fred Savage and he buries his GI Joes and he puts dog piss in a squirt gun and Oh, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> Herman Munster's in it and then we watched it and she was like you realize he's just a figment of that girl's imagination I was like lies <laughs> he's a real boy who can't talk who lost his parents in a plane crash and he can fly damn it he can fly and, and for no reason he can fly <laughs> and he can fly so good all he has to do is hold your hand I mean Superman you around to be fair, there was a reason. It was called Kyokin. Yep. <laughs> yep. The booger sugar. It took me a second. I was like, what the fuck did you say? You said Kyokin. Kyokin. <laughs> he was in the and, woods and it was with a bear. He just borrowed a little bit of it. Now he can fly. <laughs> you haven't seen that American and, Dad, have you? <laughs> no. That's oh. why this joke and, is okay. And, and, right. by, and by the way, one of the... Uh, one of the Girl Scout cookie ideas that did not make it was the uh, the Tim Burton pure cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine biting into a donut and just have powder sugar coming out of it? Oh God! <laughs> Actually, they they did that uh, something similar on Good Mythical Morning, the the one episode where they made these donuts and they were filled with salt and. Uh, the, the one guy, you know, it was basically like bad food, good food. And the guy who got the bad food was the salt donut. He bit into it and just salt poured out of it. It was disgusting. That's cruel. <laughs> Are we sure? A quick story and we'll end on it. Uh, when I first met Teresa, she was like, oh, you got to meet all my friends. You know, you go through that where you're in a couple mm-hmm. and it's like, you got to meet this friend and that friend. She took me to meet her friend, Lindsay, and she got so excited to meet Teresa's boyfriend. She's like, I made you guys cookies. And as we were eating the cookie, she was like, I kind of messed up and I used salt instead of sugar, but they should be fine. As I took like a giant <laughs> mouthful of this cookie because I'm a glutton and I couldn't contain myself. And I, I literally like it was people who do that spoonful of cinnamon joke on the Internet. Oh, and no. I just coughed up 
salt and like cookie. The most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. I should have realized that like the cookie looked like a fucking potato chip. That should have been the first good way if there wasn't something right about it. But good times. I like how she actually like committed to it. She's like, yeah, I fucked this up, but whatever, eat it. Yeah, she just thought like in her brain, she was like, eh, it's fine. Sugar, salt, whatever. They look the same. You'll never know. Cocaine, flour, tomato, tomato. It's good. Oh, my God. All right, guys. uh, We'll be back maybe next week. But I'm warning you now, we're going to have a video game that we're going to be playing. So either we'll be on ranting and raving about how awesome it is, or we'll just mysteriously be sick. Wink, wink. (laughs) Um, This is Mike Sin. Play with your toys. This is the count saying, oh, my God, I have a hard on for the first time in a decade. What is wrong? Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't eat salty cookies, I guess. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> this is Josh saying, eat them salty cookies. <laughs> okay, everybody. Bye. Bye. creepy.com on the world wide web must i say it again did you not listen count creepy c o u n t k r e e p y ah